<laughs> if you're finding this offensive at home, I've already cut it out, don't worry. What? Nothing offensive about this. She's been dead for years. Statute of limitations is gone. It's not offensive anymore. What, to say that, that you dressed as Deadpool and killed <laughs> No, it's... <laughs> I'm going to leave that part. <laughs> oh. It's a crappy white and black costume as well. Ugh. Back to music, but still in a series. Yes. The weird thing is, right, one of these we don't have to do. Oh, why? Because we've already done it. Oh, have we? We did Weezer White Album like three years ago. Okay. I do not remember that. Well, we'll post it in the feed and redo it. Uh, It might work better in context. Okay. But anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, this is... uh, um, uh, We don't have a name for this one, right? It's not like, what's with these homies talking about Weezer? (laughs) Weezerthon 2019. Say it ain't... Weezer. <laughs> um, we are talking about Weezer. Yeah, I've got none. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at puns. I don't know. Are uh, they even puns? I don't even know what that. I don't know what Weezer of... talking about Weezer would be called. <laughs> it's it's it's, pun, it, it's definitely bad it's English. Pun adjacent. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, um, once a week. Like Dave Anthony, we yeah. get to change it definitely once a week. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about the albums of Weezer, talking uh, starting at Blue and working all the way through to I don't know which one came out last. I'm guessing Black came out last, but right. but maybe Teal came out last. I think it was Black then because I seem mm-hmm. to remember we started talking about doing this mm-hmm. in the night. I've actually got that one on, downloaded on my phone already. Uh-huh. So I think it was maybe the last one. And that's why I've got it. Because Teal, we weren't thinking counted because it's a cover record. Yeah. But, you know. And I didn't listen to it. I just downloaded it ready for when we needed it. I, I did, and I made a face. <laughs> but we'll see. Because the great thing about looking at Weezer in chronological order is you start with their best album. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, there is a deluxe version on iTunes. Okay. But I was like, no, fuck that. Let's just, I just listened to you. No, no, there's original. 10 songs that matters and there's one B-side that everyone knows. Right. And we yeah. all know that B-side because it's the song at the end of Mallrats. Which one's that? Suzanne. I know Suzanne on here. Well, I told you it's not in the 10. Oh, I thought you said it was. Okay, no, sorry. it's a B-side. Oh. I literally said it was a B-side. Oh, I thought that'd be on the album, though. No, a B-side is a, like the B-side to a single. Oh, my God. Come on. I didn't realise how little you knew about music till just now. How long have we been doing this? You know, I, I probably did know that at some point, but <laughs> I just figured, well, I thought even B-sides to singles would be on the album. Nope. Oh. I mean, some. in fact, if they're on the album, they're called double A-sides. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I didn't know that. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Through being mocked. <laughs> yes. That's in fine. a public I'll form. Take it. Oh, cut this. <laughs> Hi, my name's Gareth. I'm Richard. And uh, we're going to be talking about the albums of Weezer. That's right. Week one, which means the album Weezer, yes. otherwise known as the Blue Album. Blue. The thing with Weezer, as we all know, is much like uh, the wonderful artist Seal, 
they like to call their albums just one thing. And then you have to figure something out. Did he do that? Seal's first album is called Seal. Mm. Seal's second album is called Seal. All right. Seal's third album is called Seal. And I think Seal's fourth album is called Seal 4. But the first three are not only called Seal, they are black and white covers. So you can't even go... You go, this is the one with his face big. This is the one with his face small and his legs spread. (laughs) I'm not lying. There's definitely one where he's standing like kind of, you know. You know, like when The Clash do that thing where they jump in the air and they spread their legs. Yeah. Yeah, It's like that, but on an album cover with his feet on the flat on the floor. I think that was terribly explained. People at home are like, what are you doing? You've already gone sideways. (laughs) It's like, I know. I'm just surprised that Seals had like four albums. I mean, he had four albums 20 years ago, so I'm assuming he's got like eight Probably albums more. now. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, kiss from Natalie and Brutally has released albums we don't know about. Did she? Yeah, I told you because we were going to do one. Oh, okay. We were, I was gonna, we were going to do that one, you know, where she covers only songs sung by men. And it was called like Manhandled or something. Mm. <laughs> Remember that? No. She did no. like a she did like a Damien Rice thing. I don't know. It wasn't very. It didn't seem good. Anyway, it's not the point. Cool. <laughs> 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 that song that she's famous for. That then it turned out she'd like pinched it from some Italian artist or something. Well, she didn't even write it. I mean, it's, it's fine. No, no but I think she was the company or something was trying to pass it off as hers. But you know, that happens to all Australian soap opera. Actors turn singers. Ugh. Look at that Holly Valance woman. That song she had that everyone loved. It was just a Turkish song with new lyrics. Didn't even remember she did a song. I thought she was just presenting stuff on TV. Forgot she was a singer. <laughs> did she present it there? I'm sure she is. Wasn't she on in Dead or Alive? Like that video game movie where she was like naked and kicking people in the face. <laughs> was she? A hundred percent. I think, yeah, I think we're, I think you're thinking of Holly Willoughby. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Holly Valance has like presented something. I mean, you have no facts in your brain, so I don't <laughs> think it's true. <laughs> oh. But we're here, and every week we're going to be talking about another album by Weezer. <laughs> we we're only going to do the colours, but I really want to do Pinkerton, though. I suppose that you could call it as a colour, and it starts with the word pink. Yes, it does not. <laughs> it's a shade of colour mm. I mean they do did that time go on the blue and pink tour where they just played 20 songs in a row and it was yes. in order yeah, the end. that counts I think that was a bad idea if, if you count, ask me if they count it we count it it just seems like a bad idea if you ask me I mean we haven't got to Pinkerton yet but you no. know if you played the if the first half of the if you play them in order, and the first half of your set is this album, yeah. and then it's other stuff, you fucked up. Yeah. You need to finish with this album, I'm telling <laughs> you now. Anyway, I'm giving too much away. Um, So yeah, this week, Weezer, Blue Album. It's the debut studio album by American rock band Weezer, released May 10th, 1994 on uh, DGC Records, uh, produced by Cars frontman Rick Okasek. You know uh, Rick Okasek from the yeah. Cars? Yeah, from the Cars, yeah. 
You definitely know the cars. I know the cars, but I didn't know any of these names related to the cars. Okay. Why would I? It was recorded at Electric Lady Studios. You know that though, right? Because yeah. of Electric Lady Land by Jimi Hendrix. If you like. Well, you've not even heard that album. No. This is insane, people at home. <laughs> Why would I? Why would you have heard one of the classic albums of the last 50 years? I yeah, don't know. Exactly. Why? <laughs> I'm not 50. <laughs> I want to end this podcast now. Walk out into the street, set myself on fire. You're the music guy. I'm the... You just said, I've never listened to Jimi Hendrix's Electric Ladyland. It's literally one of the most popular albums of all time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you'd hear that through osmosis at the very least. Oh, oh it's saddening, honestly. For you, that's the bad, bad part. It's not too late, but you know, considering uh, Ryan and I told you to listen to Weezer for, I'm guessing, the best part of uh, 20 years, and I, you texted me during the week and went, I like this. Even while, it, it deeply upset me. Even while well, I'd forgotten that, because even while I was listening to that, I certain notes I was just like does Ryan like this or does he hate it I couldn't remember if he liked it or hated it I wasn't sure if I was going to insult him at points with my notes but yeah. oh. I mean literally we've spent years going no it's something you'll like and you're like yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my thing <laughs> yeah because you do what you want to do when you want to do at the end oh sometimes um, if I get around to it well otherwise your head goes all fizzy I know how you are <laughs> 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 you know, if you want, really want to do something, I get the same way. If I really want to do something and someone stops me doing it, I feel like I'm about to have a seizure. Yeah. yeah. It's a classic feeling. Oh, that's happened a couple of times this week. I know. Yeah. Told you, I know you. <laughs> I'm Richard. <laughs> now they know me too. <laughs> You've said your name three times, but hey. It's just so I don't forget. <laughs> Anyway, it was produced by Cars frontman Rick Okasek and recorded in Electric Lady uh, Studios in New York City from August to September 1993. Founding guitarist Jason Cropper left during recording, replaced by Brian Bell. The album reached number 16 on the US Billboard 200 and was certified triple platinum, and it was supported by the singles Undone the Sweater Song, Buddy Holly and Say It Ain't So. Uh, by 2009, the album had sold at least 3.3 million copies in the United States, 15 million copies worldwide. Um, oh, the reason Jason Cropper <laughs> left the band was his girlfriend was pregnant. And he was uh, having a nervous breakdown at the age of like 19. Mm. Um, and so he was having a nervous breakdown. So they did the only humane thing and <laughs> fired him. I heard him. Yeah, that'll help. Um, definitely. I read somewhere that he was fired when Rick Okasek suggested uh, trading pickup positions and he couldn't do it, which is the most confusing thing I've ever heard as a guitarist. Hmm. Weezer always played their songs on the neck pickup. Yeah. Rick suggested going to the bridge pickup because it would sound brighter. They did that. And then somehow over the internet where you read it, um, what's his name? Jason Cropper couldn't do this, so quit the band. Can do what? Flick a switch. I was going to say, right? <laughs> I, <can laughs> I know how that works. And I didn't even know who Jimi Hendrix was. Indeed. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Come on. I have so many notes Crawford. before we get to the other stuff. Well, I am, um, yeah. Have you got any notes you want to go well, over at this I point? Say, 
Yeah, you got the, the chart thing of 16 in the US, yep. 23 in the UK, mm-hmm. 10 in Canada, um, 6 in New Zealand, which is its highest uh, position in international charts. Cool, cool. Um, accolades. Um, Rolling Stone have named it 297th best album of all time. Okay. Stylus Magazine disagrees and places it 177th. Mm. There you go. Uh, Pitchfork named it the 26th best album of the 90s. Um, and Music Underwater named it the 10th best album between 1990 and 2003, which I find odd that they've gone for like 13 years rather than just a 10-year period. As we all know, I have a very loose top 25. Yeah. It is not in it. No. But it is in the uh, sort of gaseous six or seven that sit outside it, along yeah. with the... Honor- Honourable mentions. Yeah, along with the distiller's coral fang and... Something else that I've forgotten. True story. I told you. Yeah. Who cares? I can tell you my number one right now. Everyone knows my number one album by now. I'll say it again. Remain in light. Talking heads. Number two, probably Odelay by Beck. Mm. Someone who is mentioned quite often in the same breath as Weezer, I find, when mm. you're sort of looking through stuff. Mm. Uh, they must have gone on what talking. What did we do by Beck? We did, we did, uh, we did uh, his last album, yeah. which I believe was called Colours. I do not remember liking. I thought you, I believe you thought it was mediocre, which is why you wouldn't remember it. There you go. I've listened to it a lot, and it's got three or four solid tracks on it. I mean, that's all you need. He's been he's been making music 20 years. What do you expect? I didn't, do you know, I don't think I know how you make an album until I read this, or how they made an album. Right. It's really weird. <laughs> they went into the biggest studio with the yep. full band, and they mic'd the drums. Yeah. And they played through all the songs five to ten times. And then they had the drums, right? Yeah. They take the drums and over two weeks, they find the best bits. This is so long ago that if you had to make a cut, you had to use a razor blade and sellotape. Mm. There wasn't Pro Tools. Bloody hell. Okay. They um, then stitched the drum tracks together. 94. Well, 93, 94. I thought they would have... Nope. Oh, Jesus. Okay. They also recorded it on a. Uh, they recorded these initial demos and the drums on an Akai 12 track. Mind blown. Yeah, so they they literally razor blade and the drum tracks together. They get the drum tracks sorted, um, and then they move into a slightly smaller room, and that's where they re-record and layer all the guitar parts, vocal parts, and everything else on top. Mm. And then they move into an even smaller room to mix it. Um, obviously, the main problem with all this being. Uh, just before they're about to go over budget, that's when, uh, what did I say his name? Jason Cropper, Cropper yeah. uh, gets fired. He comes a Cropper. Uh, Brian Bell comes in. They want him to record all his guitar parts and do all the vocals. There's not time for that. And if there's one thing we know about uh, Rivers uh, Como, yeah. Co- Cuomo, is definitely not half of those. Cuomo. I would go Cuomo. Cuomo. No, Cuomo. Yeah, Cuomo. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo is that he's a guitar genius and he just doesn't you know he he plays a lot simpler than he can play Uh, and so according to Rick Okasek he re-recorded all of Cropper's guitar parts in one take all of them (laughs) never getting any of them wrong which does beg the question why did they even use him (laughs) Uh, yeah and then Brian Bell just did all the backing vocals Hoo hoo, and then because even like when you think of Undone the Sweater song when they're all chatting, that's Matt Sharp. 
Yeah. Matt Sharp, the bassist on Weezer, uh, with Weezer on this album, at the same time, has formed his own band called The Rentals. And their first two albums are amazing. He ends up leaving the band because he's in The Rentals. Yeah. And uh, I suppose we'll we'll cover it chronologically, but Rivers seems really annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll mention the... So we'll catch up each week, if we can, on the history of Weezer and how annoying Rivers being to the rest who's, of the band. Who's gone, who's coming to replace them, and well, I say, why uh, they left. I don't really want to do spoilers for weeks to come, but the long story short is not only does Rivers decide to go to Harvard at okay. one point, so the band gets put on hold. He also has surgery to make one of his legs sh- longer or shorter. Well, one of his well, legs is like an inch or two inches yeah. longer than the other, and it causes back trouble. So for a massive amount of time, he was like just get a built laid up, up for months on his... Just get a built-up shoe. Well, like Michael Anderson. No. It's not good. <laughs> like you used to see all the time in the early 80s. I bet you saw it a lot more before that. Probably, but I wasn't alive for, well, 78, but um, yeah, I remember seeing that a lot when you were at the shops, somebody with a really big sole shoe. Next to a, next to a white dog, Ted. <laughs> no, that's why you don't see them anymore, they used them to make shoes. Because, uh, actually, no, I will mention it here, Undone the Sweater song used to start with a collage, Beatles-esque collage of 15 different samples from movies and other stuff. Mm. And they couldn't clear it because, funny enough, it's their first album and you have to pay money, right? Yeah. So they're like, fuck that. Um, it's got to get cut. And so while they basically then started running, they came up with this weird, you know, dialogue that happens throughout Sweater Song mm. as a cheap version of their collage idea. But they did that in LA and then had to run back and forth to New York. To cut it into the master. I know, right? That seems like a lot of bother. It definitely does. For, spoilers for later on, I think the worst track on this album. Cool. Obviously, we don't want to get sued by Weezer. So theoretically, we're not playing any of the songs. No. (laughs) But, uh, Um. you know, at the end of the day, if you're listening to this and you like Weezer, then you're probably playing the album in the background like a yeah. sensible person. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want two people to... The way I see it is if you wanted two people talking over an album, well, you're insane. I mean, why would anyone want yeah. that? Um, my name is Jonas. The intro, right, is Jason uh, Jason Cropper's only credit. The intro is uh, written by him. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's a very good intro, though. Um, yeah, I kind I knew of this song and I'd heard it a few times, but never really paid much attention to it until now. Um, <clears throat> this this is the point where I'm like, right, right from the start, I was trying to puzzle whether I couldn't remember if said that Ryan liked Weezer or not. This track. Especially feels the most like something Ryan would have done in Cobra Kai. It's definitely a compliment for Ryan. And for the people at home who have no idea what you're talking about, can they list on Spotify or Bandcamp or anything? He did. No, I think he did put them on Spotify recently. Check them out. Yeah. I'm not saying it sounds like pub bandish sort of thing, because 
Oh, class, Ryan's bands are pub bands, even though they played in pubs. Because um, <laughs> they, they actually produced skin proper good albums. Mm. So, yeah, this sounds the most like something Ryan would have written and performed. So, I think I'm sure that's a compliment. It is. You've said it twice now, so it's probably I'm twice the compliment. Make sure. <laughs> emails me going, what the fuck did you say to me that way? <laughs> How dare you say that my Ugh. music sounds like a good band who's popular and sold millions of records? <laughs> this is why you sound crazy. But it's a good power pop start, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's rock, but it's also super melodic, and it's got that feeling that you could really, uh, you could really scream sing this while driving a car. Yeah, this whole album has a real uh, driving car and shouting lyrics kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So you definitely, if you like, can if you were sort of watching them, it's the whole building to the the point where you you jump with the guitar and then start shouting. Indeed. <laughs> That's how I picture it in my head. I mean, your guitar isn't plugged in or anything. It's not even got strings. You just jump in the air with it and then land. And no one's watching. Yeah. It's not even on the strap. You're just holding it out to your right-hand side. Do you know the song was inspired by uh, uh, Cuomo's brother who was having insurance problems after a car crash? Yes, I read that on uh, Genius. I read it on Weezerpedia. <laughs> oh, I think Weezerpedia. I'm sure I just went to their <laughs> Wikipedia entry because maybe it was there I read it. Now, the next two tracks, actually, mm-hmm. I kind of see them as like to part one and two sort of thing. Okay. You've got him kind of being a exogenous <laughs> arsehole. Yes. And then it's kind of counteracted this, this, with the second part. This woman's not le- allowed to leave the house. Well, yeah, okay, that's, there, it's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fictitious, so it's fine. Mm, is it fictitious? Let's keep an eye on his lyrics starting here, because occasionally he seems to. You know those. You know, like a. You know those tiny people who turn out to be assholes. Yeah. He might be one of them. Oh, he's a monster. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he's a monster, but there's a possibility there's, he's a monster. There's a possibility. Yeah. He's got um, shades of monsteritis. Mm. Um. Now here's a thing about I see. Other than that, I mean, the track two, um, well, I did find it kind of forgettable, which is why sort of three stood out a bit more, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where, actually, if you look like, for track three, um, the world has turned and left me here. Yep. I think, and here's a compliment for Weezer this time, I think this... That's who you're supposed to be complimenting. Yeah, this is the kind of track that... If all the Beatles were still alive and still recording shit right now as a group, this is what they would write. Wow, that is a compliment yeah. because I feel like they'd be writing better stuff. No, That's no. not being mean to Weezer, but this feels like a nineteen-year-old. And not al- something. Well, maybe it wouldn't be a something that would. It would be an album track, but maybe mm. not a single. But it's definitely. It feels very. Beatles-y hey, it's the one of the first songs I ever learned how to play on a guitar. Okay. But yeah, it it does. It just to me, it feels very Beatlesy. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, as, as already <laughs> st- stated in show here, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, so. No, no, it's a it's a great retrack, but no. I mean, all of the tracks. Here's a hint for you. I like every track on this album at least four out of five stars. There you go. All right. I do have problems with his lyrical content. But outside of that, it's all go. Mm. But yeah, I have issues with no one else. Um, And even if you go, 
Yeah, but it's uh, a satire. There's, oh, there's a horrible chance it's not. He's just being, you know. Yeah. Hopefully he's not doing that Pixies thing that Frank Black used to do and just singing the first thing that comes into his head. Because that worked really well for the Pixies on their first few albums. Yeah. And then quickly he realized he had to write songs and that's when they sort of went, eh, they're fine now. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, it's been 94 until now. We've not really heard anything horrible about him, so... I don't think he's been a proper piece of shit. It would have come out by now, especially in today's environment. Yeah. So I don't know, because right. on Pinkerton, right, he sings about how he... You know, across the sea, and he—he's, you know, he gets letters from that really young Japanese woman, and he wants to have sex with her. Um, and then he married a woman from Japan. I'm just saying, it's not the same. I'm sure it's a fictitious no. story. <laughs> yeah. It's an allegory of some sort. <laughs> it's all uh, coincidence. Yeah. And it isn't that that if their age difference was that if they had met in 1996, there's a chance she was a child. <laughs> not the point. <laughs> it is the point. <laughs> we'll get but that's for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Holly. And I'll say yeah. it again. That video was five star fire. Yeah. It's amazing. It was the second single, 12 in the UK, 10 in Scotland. This song means even more to me now than it used to in the 90s because I know what Mary Tyler Moore looks like moving. Yeah. There you go. That is a point. Um, <laughs> here's the thing about this this song in that it is probably the most sort of complete kind of song like ever in the fact that there's no, cha- there's no chaff. Uh-huh. Starts, it kicks straight in, just right into it. Mm-hmm. They don't really like. Um, what's the track time on this one? They're all about three minutes. Yeah, it's only a thirty-five. It's I think it's a yeah. forty-minute al- uh, album, yeah. but the last song is eight, like minutes. eight minutes. Yeah, it does not stop mm-hmm. at all. There's no like, can you get the sort of slower down parts? Where there's yeah, yeah. none of that with this thing. It is a case of right from the start. Here's what we're fucking about get on with it and mm-hmm. we're just going to keep fucking going see it's fucking great no but like this album is full of epic songs and they're all three minutes long yeah. it's like this song does this no it's changed it now does this no it's changed it now does this yeah. and it's over yeah. just over and over again you know what I mean it's great but I'm like there's just, there's just no fat on this one at all I mean hell it's just this yeah. this song is so short and to the point if you remember the video mm-hmm. halfway through it stops and they go, happy days will return after these messages. Yeah. And then bang, it cuts back in with oh. the rest of the song. Video does contain the uh, dolphin of the land, Donnie Most. Yeah, but only archive footage. They use <laughs> real footage of Alf, Al, Al. They just dyed his hair black because yeah. he was still alive. Cause they, he, 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 is he alive? Yeah, he was still alive last year. I'm sure he was on your Deadpool. Was he? Is he still alive now? No. I mean, I don't know. Hey Siri, is Al Molinaro alive? Al Molinaro was born 24th of June 1919 and died the 30th of October 2015. There you go, we haven't had that conversation in a while. But yeah, he was on your Deadpool for a while because everyone had forgotten him. That That was you. You possibly have Alzheimer's, mate. You need to go to the doctor. That's fine. You brought it up to me. And now you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. How was he alive in the 90s? (laughs) <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> no, well, he showed me 
Dearie me. Probably got points for that, though, so it's fine. But, um, <sighs> yeah, no, they dyed his hair black and he comes out because he even introduces the band. That's how I know it's not archive mm. footage. Oh, <laughs> well, just clever trickery. The man saying, This is Weezer. Oh, Disney could put him in a film now. <laughs> I mean, this album is really quite impressive because by the time you get to track four, which is Undone the Sweater Song. Oh, track five. Hmm? Track five. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it is track five, but something's gone wrong. No. Oh, there you go. My, 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 for some reason, my, the, the colors changed his color. No. So I'd cut it wrong. But no, you're, you're halfway into the album and you haven't had a bad song yet. Now, obviously, for you, this is a piece of shit, but that's because you're I a terrible human being. I do not enjoy it at all. It sounds to me like bad Blur. Well, considering this came out really before Blur were big, then that's a win, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. If you like. It's pre-Park Life, mate. I hate Park Life. <laughs> yeah, but it's the album that made them big. I was actually talking about the, just the track itself. But. Well, that, that song's not awful. So, yeah, you're not it a fan, no. but you know you look like an oasis cunt to me. No, I see. I like them both at the same time. But yeah, looking back uh, on them now, looking back on them now, I despise them both. I think <laughs> I love Blur to this day, but then I also like Gorillas, so I like just like David Damon Albarn. Yeah, definitely. I definitely do not like Gorillas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know? Since we did, I I had a I had a I always had a stroke. You know, Plastic Beach by Gorillas. Yes. Did we do that when it came out? I think so. Do you know what year it came out? 2010. Really? Shit. How long have we been doing no, this? No, we couldn't have No, we couldn't have been doing music reviews back then. That's what I'm saying. No. But apparently we were. Couldn't have been you. Couldn't have been me. I don't know. I'm no, just so it confused. Could, it could not have been you. I think the date might be wrong on Spotify. Hey, Siri... When did Plastic Beach by Gorillaz come out? Plastic Beach by Gorillaz was released on the 3rd of March 2010. Yeah, we could not have done that. I feel new. like it, we did it when it was new. No, we couldn't have. We haven't didn't do music reviews that's back I, then. That's why I was having a stroke. But at the same point, why would we do a four-year-old album? Because you made me... <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. Anyway. Maybe I picked it, because one of the ones I just randomly picked. I didn't always pick new ones. Maybe I picked that. Oh, I don't know. To torture myself. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, there was a... Uh, I've already mentioned about how they had to cut it all out. Like yeah. The, the montage. um, The audio montage. And then uh, come up with this little talky bit. Yeah. But no, I, um, you know, I think it's a nice little song about a man uh, having a nervous breakdown. At the age of 19. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it at all. Um, then we go into Surf Wax America, which is a real, I uh, accident, how many speeding tickets can you get for a fun song? song? Yeah. Because it's very fast. Because, I because, yeah, get it, through reading Wikipedia, I found out how much of a fan of uh, Beach Boys and stuff he is. So, mm-hmm. um, which has got shades of Ryan again, but does Ryan just like Beach Boys because he likes Weezer? Probably I don't know. Not. No, he 
it definitely doesn't. He actually likes Beach Boys. No, but you know, could Weezer have opened the door to the Beach Boys? No, Who think, knows? Mm, no, I definitely think I remember mentioning the Beach Boys long before Weezer. Uh, well, '94. I, no, I wouldn't have known them '94, would I? No. I'm confused. I don't know what dates are. I, that's because you have Alzheimer's. Go to the doctors. I don't know where my doctor is. But what if you give me a lift to McDonald's and you crash the car and kill me? I'll be really annoyed. <laughs> well, you'll be dead. So. <laughs> oh. I really hope ghosts are real. Just for that. I'll be like sitting around your house going, bite him to the dog. <laughs> she won't. She'll oh. be like, what? Oh. She'll be terrified and shit on your floor oh. all the time. So how are you like There's that? a bit of news about the dog that she's having very... Um, um, hip problems and things at the moment you know with her knees but I thought she had all them operations yeah well apparently since I don't know something not quite right she's been limping a lot lately she started her oh, on fuck. started her on acupuncture for dogs okay that's just weird I thought so what someone just runs around and or do they have to sedate your dog first no because that's like, well the vet decided to sort of try it out to see what like so they do it obviously in the back of the neck to see how the dog's going to react to acupuncture mm-hmm. and apparently you can have a negative react to acupuncture just humans will that's why they only they start in a small area first mm-hmm. just with a couple to see can cause you can flare up swell up yeah, yeah. Um, and they went over and stuck a pin in there and the dog was just like I don't give a shit um, so they yeah so they turned about the leg with like nine pins and yes only cost 40 quid a session well, it's a lot cheaper than when you spent all that money on her legs last time. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Whatever helps. <sighs> Should have got like a robot dog. <laughs> I know you love this dog, I'm just saying. <laughs> One of those ones you used to see at like Thainston that waddles a bit, but barks and then does a flip. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Get, just a, get a hessian bag filled with chattering teeth. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to Thainston right now. Oh. I just um, want to walk down Union Street one day with them all going off at the same time, just slung over my shoulder, see if anybody Talk reacts. about a distraction, just throwing them into the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh. anyway. Say it ain't so. Yeah. Harder to play on rock band than in actual life. <laughs> yeah. oh, I think this is a very. I mean, here's the thing. The kind of opening part, mm-hmm. I'd say it's just the first, like, kind of 20 seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, from that second, I thought my phone had done something wrong. I was just because it reminded me of that thing from Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's like an opening, they've got something as well. Okay. And for a second in my head, I thought something had gone wrong with my phone. It was a way to play that. And it's like maybe it's like maybe the first five seconds, even, uh-huh. not even 20. But I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. It's cool. I don't have to throw away my phone. It's not playing without chili peppers. We're fine. So, yeah. What would it be for the chili peppers? I think maybe that was it under the bridge or something. It started off with a. Well, I suppose no. that's that's in a sort of under the bridge is a C, but with a capo on the second fret, so it'd be in a D. Sounds, and this is two frets higher than that because this is a C sharp. It sounded similar. Minus something. seven, so it's got that hammer-on effect yeah. with two. So, um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to me. To you? To me. <laughs> oh, the chuckles we have. Um, uh, but no, um, yeah, you know me. I don't know anything about this shit. Well, this is a C sharp minor seven hammer on into a uh, uh, G sharp major. 
Then you slide into the A. And then I believe it's an E. There you go. Just throwing it out there. Remarkably easy, as I say. Yeah. I see it did obviously then remind me of Rock Band, which is great. It was a wonderful time in our lives. It was. Oh, Rock Band. How I miss thee. Cool. Let me count the ways. I miss you. The yeah. <laughs> Got shit on the new Xbox and just had to go and uninstall and put a heap of bits of plastic. What was that other one called? Rock. It was like, it was like a rock band pro version. It was almost. Rocksmith. Rocksmith. Now, the issue with that is yeah. that there is very, very, very poor shielding between the cable they give you and your Xbox. Okay. Because it is unplayable because you get insane like feedback coming through your TV and whatever. It's awful. <laughs> so, um, that is a problem. Because it was on sale on PlayStation 4 mm. at one point. And I was like, fuck it. It was like, in, like a fiver. Mm. But then you had to go and get the cable, which was like another like three quid. So, yeah. so I thought, fuck it, I'll can get the cable sent. And yet the so there must be like a shielding issues between the, the wires and the thing. Yeah, yeah. Unplayable. Absolutely fucking unplayable. Did you get your money back? Absolutely. I don't give a shit. It's, I don't care if that's it, how they make money, mate. It's sitting in the cupboard They somewhere. could have sent you a bag full of feces. And you go, oh, this is not good. No. And you just didn't ask for your money back. I've got less feedback. It wouldn't have hurt my ears so much. I, I, I actually, uh, that, that upsets me almost as much as that time you took the first class train to Glasgow and didn't ask for your money back when they opened it up. You yeah. lost 70 quid. For a phone call. Is it that much? It's like a hundred quid that train ticket. I can't remember. Instead of thirty. Yeah. When I go to Inverness, do you know how much the train cost me? Eight quid. Yeah. <laughs> <That> one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. I'm not going to mention the time I got the first class train to uh, um, Dundee to pick up my car, and uh, it was only as we were pulling into Dundee that the people showed up to give me like my free biscuits and stuff how much that cost you I can't remember 60 miles first class <laughs> you're a fucking cunt honestly <laughs> yep <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know I'm obviously just jealous I mean I'm not I wouldn't ever no, sit in first class because it's insane well, <laughs> I didn't really get the choice to not I didn't you know, just uh, swallow cunts <laughs> <sighs> Right, where Moving on to In the Garage. Yes. Well, here's... Yeah, that is an issue with this song that I did have. What? The pronunciation. I mean, okay, I know they've got to make it fit in the song and everything. Mm. So it's in garage, but they say garage. Garage. It just... The... Re, the but the pronunci- pronunciation. We say garage. Yeah. They say garage. No, What's wrong say, with that? But no, but they, were, they weren't even saying it was a garage. It was garage. So it was G-R-A-G-E. Yeah. Just... Yeah, I did... Uh, annoyed piss at me. I mean, you worry about the simplest things, don't you? That's what I mean about you being a beautiful flower. £100 on a train, worrying about the pronunciation of garage. <laughs> just, just annoyed me. Forgetting conversations, you t- information you told me less than five years ago. Oh, what? You're, that's, I mean, that's a long time. You're like, why should I remember El Marinaro? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that straight away. I didn't even have to look that one up. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I no, think no. um, I think this song's 
this song is great i've already told you the spoilers right all the songs are great on this album but this one even though it's slightly no, I, think, I think i'm wrong i do like this track it's just it's going to take me a bit longer to get past this pronunciation the garage but i say i really did like this song but um yeah of course you like it it's about 20 sided dice and kiss exactly Geeky now did Brian get into Kiss because of Weezer? There's a question. Probably. I mean, I'll can I go out <laughs> on a limb and say you. something? Yeah. Kiss a shit, and we'll always be shit. But, shit, kiss shit. Yes, I agree. <laughs> You're not wrong. But given the opportunity to go and see them, like if they came, I yeah, totally would because they put on a good show, and it's kind of it's just fun. And the reason we've seen I've seen Kiss a couple of times is because it's just an excuse for me and Ryan to hang out. That's cool. I'd just rather not hang out with uh, I I'd, I like hanging out with Ryan, but I'd yeah. rather not pay a rapist to do it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, the Turkish rapist June Simmons. <sighs> well, He's probably not, but he has been accused an awful lot recently. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, the good thing about him being cancelled or whatever now is he's made his money, so he's okay. He made his money 20 years ago, know, and then he, he still kept going. Even more money. Well, I must admit, the last twice we've seen him in Glasgow, the first time mm-hmm. it was their farewell, this is our final tour. And then the last time was, this is definitely the final time we're doing our tour. Definitely, definitely. But I'm pretty sure they'll announce new dates. Well, yeah. Although like this the Ro- time they'll come to bloody Aberdeen, then they won't have to go to Glasgow. The Rolling Stones have been doing it for 40 years. And as much as I dislike the Rolling Stones, it kind of makes more sense for them. Last time I saw yeah. a picture of Mick Jagger, he seemed to be dressed like Begbie. He's got to a bizarre age where he doesn't know what fashion is anymore. No. Shouldn't you let someone else dress you? These people are paying £100 a night to see you like each. He's like 100 years old. Somebody else is probably dressing them. That's what I'm saying. Pushing them on the stage. Well, no, that's the thing, because he, he dances better than you ever would, mate. I'm getting fitter. That's fine. I can dance. I've seen him dancing with Bowie. I could I could copy that. That was 40 years ago. That's still the best photo dancing I've ever seen in my life. That's because they were all pretending they were wearing capes. Except, well, except, well, I see my, actually my best dancing I've ever seen was um, in the Bat Dance <laughs> um, Prince video thing, which is some woman shaking a cape and running across like a some sort of demented duck. So yeah, there's that, and then there's people wearing trend coats. So you just basically just want to wear long coats and flail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's insane. That's what I do. Uh, On to holiday. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, it just made me think of Wixie from EastEnders. Nick Berry. You know, he wasn't in that show as long as other people. I'm just saying. No, but he was. He, he stood out. He started that was quite a performance playing that piano. Talking about, you didn't play piano pouring in a, Heartbeat. We're in a pint. I'm talking about... Um, in EastEnders, EastEnders. But you're saying Heartbeat. That's the other TV show, you daft fucker. That was his dad or something. Because They're not in the same world. Yeah. It's not connected universe. It is. <laughs> it's, it's the same universe <laughs> as Fast and Furious. Honestly, this is... I'm, the day that someone goes, yeah, he's he's uh, he's got Alzheimer's, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's uh, I I was I'll, I'll remember this podcast and weep that I never said anything to anyone else. <laughs> Everything's connected. Everything's the same universe. Yeah, that's why I'll, uh, bit by bit your brain's shutting down. Everything's connected. I get it. Oh. 
That'll be the last thing you say. We'll put it on your gravestone. <laughs> I actually am scared about the shit I'm going to say when I'm in some sort of nursing home, just rocking back and forth, flashing back to memories. I'm going to say some horrible things. Why do you think you're going to make it that long? Are you, well, honestly, we're not. Well, I, I hope not. But I'd Neither st- of us will make it to 55. That's one, but I'm scared if I do. Cool, do, you won't. Do you <laughs> to machines or something. They'll hook me up to machines. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting there just babbling shit at people, they'll saying horrible, horrible they'll things. They'll hook my mind up to a machine and they'll read my mind. <laughs> they'll see the poop. <laughs> I'm just in the corner of a nursing home screaming about Max Hardcore. <laughs> top of my he life. killed that woman! <laughs> Five stars. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. Anyway, Weasel. Anyway, yeah. Holiday. Fantastic guitar solo leading into the final track, which is an amazing track that leads into another amazing guitar solo. <laughs> Only in dreams. Um, perfect bass, by the way. Never has bass been more perfect than only uh, only in dreams. Yeah. Um, I did actually look up some of the bass tabs for this, and I just went, "Yeah, I can't do any of that. It's fine. Um, it's, can't do anything really, but I'm, I certainly can't do any of this. It's very um, easy. Yeah, but I'm shit. So, well, maybe you should practice, motherfucker. And the dog was watching me as well; it was making me nervous. Um, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> She judges me. Well, maybe she shouldn't. Maybe you judge yourself through her eyes. <laughs> I'm not paranoid, you just think I am. Um, <laughs> he um, said looking into a mirror. <laughs> oh, I'll never look in the mirror. Don't let that cunt see me. Oh, I always look in the mirror because I like my tash to be nice and trimmed. Okay, well, I don't, but I'm not looking directly at my eyes. Of course you're not. No one looks directly. How would you get anything done looking in a mirror if you only looked in your eyes? Not all the time. That's what narcissists do. by accident. (laughs) (laughs) It's this bit under the nose that I have an issue with. Just a little, the hair that leads up into your nose. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find that the hair in your nose grows faster when you have a moustache? Like it's desperately trying to join the moustache. Lately, yes. But then I've got, I've just (laughs) redone the batteries in my nasal usual good because I told you to do that because you were like I'm ripping hairs out of my oh, nose I still rip them out occasionally why would you do that so one's up in the corner there the little bugger so you just got use the use the nose juju. it's fine uh, <sighs> I like to know they're out <laughs> I like to know they're out <laughs> it's not like they ain't coming back in two, two weeks it's fine so, uh, yeah, Only in Dreams is Weezer's longest song to date. Yeah, it's like eight minutes or something, isn't it? Yeah, and change. Yeah. Which, um, you know me in long songs. This yeah. This is not long. You saw Swans live. That's different. That's a live performance. That's different than actually sitting listening to... They played a song called The Knot that no, it's still never been released on a record that I'm aware. So the opening one. That was the opening one, and it was 62 minutes it, long. I knew it was 50-something, but I think it was 62. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think my favourite thing from that gig was the uh, standing keyboard player. Mm-hmm. The pained expressions on his face <laughs> as he was trying to keep up and keep doing things. And you could tell he was just in agony and it was great. I don't know, I quite liked the guy behind us who refused to wear earplugs and seemed to be dying in front of us. <laughs> oh, I was oblivious to him because I think my earplugs were now focused. 
Well, you you uh, you said at one point you took the earplugs off to see what was going oh. on, and I'm like, well, that's a mistake. Just briefly, I think, just to see what it was, and yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah. welcome. Put them straight back in. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had earphones. They were great. <laughs> and, and swans too, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't get them until I saw them live. There we go. They got a new album coming out soon. Ooh, I'll have to do that. <sighs> be a good one I don't know how uh, the great thing about Swan's records is it's one of the few times we record a record and the podcast is shorter yeah yeah because even this when we cut it down it'll probably be you know maybe an hour yeah but maybe 50-55 minutes but this uh, but it's still 15 minutes longer than the album yeah, you know what I mean true uh, so yeah um what is this? I don't feel like I wrote half of this. Did I just cut and paste this in from something? I don't know. Cheating. Says to me that half my notes are just stuff plucked out of Wikipedia. No, I'm just saying. I, I just It doesn't seem like my writing and it's got a weird colour to it. So I feel like I might have cut and pasted it out of something just to remind me of something. And it doesn't remind me of anything. But always remember, Matt Sharp is the best. That's all that matters. Yeah. Matt Sharp is so good. Do you know, right? Do you know who uh, used to play in his band, The Reynolds? Name. She was a backing singer. There's a hint in that you now know the gender. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maya Rudolph. Why do I know the name? Because she's a, 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 an improv comedy legend. She plays the judge in The Good Place, if you're up to date. I went. I, I couldn't remember, so I went back and started watching The Good Place from the start. So I've only mm. just started season two again. Okay. Well, she's the judge in The Good Place. Um, she is uh, the bride in Bridesmaids. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know who and that is. and in a world of like interconnectedness that doesn't seem to connect, um, her husband is Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. And those feel very unconnected for mm. such a a couple that just seem to just get on very well. Mm. But I'm just saying, you look at his work, and then you look at her work, and there's no real crossover. I mean, she she was in Inherent Vice, yeah. my favorite of his films. <laughs> that might be a lie. Phantom Threat Threader is very good. Every time he releases a new movie, it's slightly better than the last one. I don't know how he does it. I've seen those at all. But you watch Magnolia. Okay, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. But I didn't see Inherent Vice. No, because um, I knew you'd hate it, so I didn't force you into it. Fair enough. I forced Kira to watch uh, The Master with me in the cinema on her first trip using her unlimited card. <laughs> and uh, we came out that. and she was very unhappy. <laughs> 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 this film, we at the end of it, an old man stood up and just screamed, Bullshit! And stormed out of the cinema. That's the sort of films I like watching. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably avoid that one then. It's good. It's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and it's sort of not him playing uh, the Commodore. Scientology, but not. Oh, LRH. Yeah, yeah, not playing L. Ron Hubbard Mm -hmm. and Joaquin Phoenix playing his, I don't know, just a fucked up man who uh, he tries to help out. I kind of do want to see that. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. It's just a little too arty. Yeah. But I think nowadays, you know, now people have uh, 
been exposed to the 18 hour movie that is Twin Peaks 3 and other such things I think people are more resilient to chilling out for a minute mm. I've been really thinking about Twin Peaks 3 a lot recently yeah yeah I want to watch Just, it again but I don't yeah. have it oh, I'll take it around oh don't worry I don't even have a DVD player no. in a minute or anything well I won't take it around yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair enough yeah. no but um I think I said this at the time, but it's almost like years later, it's sort of not dawned on me, but I'm starting trying to figure out. I feel like David Lynch is showing you two timelines at once. Mm. You know what I mean? Because obviously, spoilers for Twin Peaks The Return, but it's three years old now to get, yeah. get over it. Obviously, at the end, Cooper goes back in time and takes... Laura away before she dies. Yeah. And then in that timeline, she's only missing. She's not dead. Yeah. But there's another timeline where she's dead. And I feel like they're playing out parallel. So sometimes you see Becky and she's crazy. Yeah. With the gun. And then sometimes you see Stephen and he's crazy with the gun. And I feel like they could be different timelines. Mm. You know, so where Becky's going, no, no, he's not like that. He's lovely in the in the diner, and yeah. then the car crash happens, and then <laughs> and then um, oh god, what's his name? Bobby runs out, and that woman's just vomiting all over herself, or that kid yeah. is vomiting all over. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that feels like that's the timeline that's wrong, right? So that's the one where Coop took. Yeah, Laura away when he shouldn't have. Because yeah. the thing is, he takes Laura away even though he really shouldn't have done it. It does stop her dying, but you know she sort of saves herself in Fire Walk With Me and goes to heaven. So I'm just saying, maybe that's the wrong idea. Mm. Maybe you should let some people into heaven, Cooper, you monster. Yeah. Instead of damning her to a weird pocket universe where she sits across from a corpse. Yeah. Well, that, can, <laughs> that was... I mean... A lot of things are never explained, obviously, in Twin Peaks. Mm. That was the least unexplained in the least. I just, just don't in like... A, on a hotel room with a very dead body. I just don't like how Richard, not you, no, but uh, other Cooper, yeah, final Cooper, is so inept at his job that at one point he takes a gun off a man and puts it in a deep fat fryer. I feel like that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think heat and gunpowder don't mix, I think. Could be wrong. Could be wrong when it's wet, I don't I'm, know. I'm sure I've heard of bullets going off in hot cars. Yeah. So I think a deep fat fryer. Yeah. Problematic. <sighs> when we finish Weezer, are we going to go through Twin Peaks again? No. <laughs> Do both. Yeah. Um, Simultaneously, well, like they say about the last we episode. We may go to the room. Well, no. Oh no, we're going to do our reviews, and then we will round up. Do you know when I first heard? That, well, I know when I first bought this album. I bought this album when I uh, from Andy's Records in Lowestoft mm-hmm. in Suffolk, and I listened to it and went, "Huh, it's not as good as I thought it'd be." This is in 1994. I'd yeah. have been maybe 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, funnily enough, when I moved to Scotland, I took it with me. And I listened to it a couple more times. But it wasn't really until, I mean, years later. Like, I probably moved to Aberdeen, so like 97. Yeah. 
when I just no because that's no yeah ninety seven I fell in love with them because then that's when I started working up north but sort of coming down to Aberdeen to before I started working at the hotel properly. So yeah, it'd been about ninety seven that I bought Pinkerton, and that's when everything sort of gelled together, and I f- sort of fell in love with that band. So, um, but the short story is, it took me a long time to get into the album. But once I was into it, it's kind of a keeper, right. and it is one of only four Weezer albums I own on vinyl. Mm. Mm, I'll give you a hint: first four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess from your previous things about how we're expecting a, a dip. Indeed. Mm. So, uh, out of five, five. I will say four. Cool. Out of four. <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah, out of five. Yeah, I'll give it four because. Well, I said I might end up liking other ones mm-hmm. more, so I want to give a bit of wiggle room. So I'm not going to give it five or five right out of the bag. Um, yeah, definitely enjoy it. It's not, I'm not going to delete it instantly. I probably will listen to it. Yeah. Again. Um, yeah. Also, never forget the B side, Suzanne. It's great. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and find that and download. I shall let me do that now, so I don't forget. Well, as I say, you know the song. I mean, it's I. You say that, but... It's from Mallrats. I feel like everyone knows that song. Right. Well, I'm just going to... Weezer Artists. Okay, yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, I'm trying to search for it now, but it's not my... can't get a signal, so... But okay, yeah, I do know that song. Yeah, I know, I told you. <laughs> I wasn't doubting you. I made me blush, drive me where heads was in. So, so, how did other critics... How did other critics... Other critics do what they do? Mm-hmm. And how did it line up with us? Do what they do to me. I wish I knew. What song is that? If I knew when they do it to me, then I do it to you. No, that's um, that's no, it's Herman's Hermans, isn't it? It's the guy with the funny dance. They all had funny dances. No, <laughs> how do you do what you do to me? That's not Herman's Hermans, is it? I'm pretty sure. You look that up while I read that stuff out. Then. Fine. Um, well, Pitchfork, ten out of ten. Uh, all music, five stars. Mm-hmm. So they all loved it. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B in 1994, but in 2014 they upped it to an A plus. So there well, you go. Who was that? Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Uh, spin A. Chicago Times gave it three and a half stars out of four. Uh, Blender, Q and Rolling Stone gave it four stars. Like you did. Yeah. Now, NME gave it seven out of ten. Oh. Which seems low considering everything else. Yeah, but as I always say, my favourite albums are six or seven out of ten, so I'm going to stick with that. That makes sense. Considering everyone else's ones, I'd say considerably higher than that. Mm. 
So. Well, you know, it's an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. It's go. Jerry and the Pacemakers, by the way. It's Jerry and the Pacemakers? Yeah. Okay, I would not guess that. Well, I didn't guess that. Um, yeah, you said Buddy Holly. You're 10 years out. I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Yeah. And as we all say, Jerry and the pacemakers actually have pacemakers now. They must be dead. <laughs> no, Jerry's not dead. I don't deserve views. Do you know, I still don't know what that song's called. It is Jerry and the pacemakers, but it's not called anything obvious. It is. What is it? How do you do it? What's well, close? So old, so old. It's it's in mono. <laughs> <laughs> do I do it? How many times has it been listened to on Spotify? One point eight million. That seems low. That's number four out of their top five songs. Why? What is their number one song? Fuck the vine. I couldn't think of a name of those. You'll never walk alone. What was that them? How many listens? Oh, probably several billion because of... No. 27 million. All right, because of stupid Liverpudlians. Oh, talking of that, 8.6 million, Ferry Cross the Mersey. Oh, gee, I forgot that was them as well. <laughs> oh, there's two songs I could do without. Uh, Here's something uh, weird. Their number three song is called Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying. And sun, as in the sun in the sky. <laughs> heard of that before in my life me neither it's got more it's got it's got double the listens though of how do you do it so let's have a quick that listen seems insane I feel like this has been sampled in something yeah. I like how all the songs back then had to start with their title <laughs> <laughs> well I'll have you know that how do you do it doesn't start doesn't with it, it. no yeah. how do you do to how that th- thing yeah. that you do to me yeah but fairy across the mersey definitely fairy across the mersey and what was the other one um i don't know you'll never walk alone i don't think that starts with that either no it doesn't. they wait to the course no because that's uh something about holding your head up high or some shit in the opening line what's your favorite then jerry and the pacemakers freddie and the dreamers swinging blue sing. dreams what? What did Freddie and the Dreamers sing? Uh, what did they sing? Uh, the Young Ones. Well, that was. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I understand. Brackets. Just how you feel. You were made for me. Oh, you were made for me. Yeah, that's pro- that's probably <laughs> their. In my opinion, that's probably their best one. Um, it's their number one, but I ironically not their highest listened to song. Mm. Also, none of them have over uh, two million listens. Well, that's a shame. Stick it up your ass. Oh, kids just don't get... They're not down with the dreamers these nope. days. Ugh. Swinging blue jeans, Herman's Hermits, <sighs> the Tremolos, the Fortunes, the Mersey Beats, Manfred Mann. Five, four, three, two, one, and they probably did something else. <laughs> the Dave Clark Five. And what did they do? Uh, they did bits and pieces. That's all yeah. I remember. I'm in pieces, bits and pieces. That's it. And then they scream a lot. Wasn't 
Wasn't that wasn't that an advert for like a chocolate in the eighties? Well, it's always five four three two one because it was not for the biscuit called five four three two one. Maybe, but you, uh, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, people at home. It also sounds like it should be this intro to a show hosted by Keith Chegwin or something. Indeed. Yeah. For the people at home, just so you understand, I know we didn't play any Weezer, and yes, we are going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play other people for yeah. under 10 seconds. Yeah. I feel like Weezer are very Fair use. Uh, litigious. Yeah, possibly. And the problem I have is I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out yeah. of, so. It's the same. Yeah. Whereas Jerry and the Pacemaker pick. Jerry and the pacemaker is just glad someone's listening. Exactly. It's their totals up. Oh, yeah. So it's Cobra Kai on Spotify, you said? I believe so. I'm sure he put something on there. He sent them. Cobra Kai for me. Yeah, it's not on the iTunes, of course, but it's or Apple Music. Oh, it's very hard to find now, isn't it? Because uh, cause they've got the Cobra Kai... TV show uh, soundtracks. Yeah. I'm, sure he, I'm sure he uploaded something. I'm no, sure no, the Great Divide's on it. I don't have Spotify, so. <sighs> I do because uh, it stops fucking up my iTunes. I told you how that worked, right? If when I had I, uh, Apple Music, mm-hmm. it took all of my bloody songs and it just oh. mashed them into the cloud. Yeah. And then it just destroyed everything I owned. <sighs> so I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Because, like, hey, you had this on FLAC, unlimited, you know, recorded from a CD mm. and in high quality. Here's a low-quality version. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, cheers. Why don't I have my CDs anymore? So you just fucked my entire thing yeah. up. And I found them on my hard drive and then just deleted Apple Music. Yeah. Yep. True story. Not very interesting. True, though. Yep. True as it gets. None truer. Indeed. Here's a true story. I ate breakfast this morning. That's okay. right. That's right. True stories are boring. There's <laughs> a possible true story that I'm, uh, I'm going to go home and eat cabbage soup. Oh, you're going to fart like a maniac. I have been farting a lot. Not in here. I've been keeping it under control. But mm. I work last night. Ooh, every five minutes on clock as clockwork. What's going on with your Hollywood hair? Something my Hollywood hair. What's happened to my hair? I don't know. You've just got like separate peaks. You know, you got like a little. It's uh, gone now. You kind of played oh. with it a bit. Is it back? Nope, it's gone forever. No. No, it's just back to normal. No, it looked uh, windswept and interesting. And then no. you went, ah, ah, ah. And now, now it just looks I like your hair. I should have looked first before I... It was. Panicked. It kind of had a, a Star-Lord thing going for it. No, because that, that's not how his hair goes, is it? I don't know how it goes. It was, sort of, it was sort of down at the front, but in like chunks. I don't know. No, not like that. You can't. You can't do it with your fingers. You're giving yourself one of them, uh, those chav fringes that you do yourself. Uh, you don't want one of them. That's 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 to be scared about. Yeah, I know. Never <laughs> 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 oh, <that> mind. <laughs> this is me. I, I I wouldn't even consider myself cool. You know how I know? Because I wear Crocs around the house. Oh <laughs> well, yes. And then, oh, didn't you wear them out of the house last week as well? Yeah, well, it can be arse changing. Who cares? <laughs> what are they going to do? Look at my feet and go, oh my God. And yeah. if they do, who cares? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is such, well, so lately, 
I think we need to start running as well. I've got slightly better at not caring what people think. Because part of the reason I used to do only do it like early in the morning and mm. in winter was that people couldn't see me <laughs> running in the dark, hiding from people. Yeah. And then I stopped caring about that now. Yeah, I, tr- I truly but don't I, care. I still constantly, as I'm running, think about the horrible things the people that are driving past me are thinking about me, even though they're not. Yeah, but... But I do it anyway. Yeah, but people don't put their head out of the car and scream things at you, right? People scream head- things at me all the time. I've got my headphones on, I don't know. I've told you that before, right? Mm. People constantly scream things at me on the street. Mm. When constantly, I mean five times a year. Uh, yeah, no. It's always like, you know, people with a hangover or like just pricks. Doesn't really bother me. I suppose, but you're a city centre as well, so. Yeah. I avoid city centre. I say I wore that that pride t-shirt, uh, that pride t-shirt. I wore that pink t-shirt on uh, on the, a day that I realised when I got home was some pridey, yeah. marchy thing, and some very red-faced man who looked like he was close to death just started screaming the other f-word at me from his car. <laughs> flange. <What>? Yes. <laughs> you flange. Just uh, yeah, but in a way that I looked at him. Uh, <laughs> Laughed and went, right? Because <laughs> I thought he was having a stroke. Like a man with a face so red that I assume he died on his way home. Good. Horrible man. I just don't understand why you need to be that angry. No. For something, I mean, yeah, for something that doesn't really affect you at all. No, but not only does it not affect him, he wasn't correct. <laughs> no, but. Uh, were, were you in town yesterday for the. The Independence March or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about, so uh, no. There was, a, there was a parade. Okay. From Albine something down Union Street. And to me, it doesn't matter what you're parading about. To me, I always just go, parades are a waste of time. All you're doing is fucking up someone else's day by holding up traffic. So, I mean, I'm not that much of a dick. I mean, people want independence. That's cool. That's not. I'm fine with that as well. But and I maybe just, that one yeah. that maybe that makes a lot more sense now, with Brexit coming. Yeah, as because I assume it's the independence that they were going for before, which is independence and then get in with the in yeah. with Europe. Yeah, uh, that, that makes perfect sense. But I'm just like, why do we need a parade? <laughs> you need a fucking passport. Tell you that much. If you don't, if we don't hurry up. Ugh. So what's that? You want to go to Newcastle to buy a car? Make sure you have your passport with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We've built a wall. We'll build a wall quicker than Trump did. Next week, Pinkerton. Okay, I have to download. It. I have to remember that and download it. Wheeze it. Oh, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ever ready for any other ones either. Hmm. Do I have to say it? No. Cool. We're gone now. Oh. I don't know how this format is going to work. I'll have to play. I'll have to play around with it. Yeah. And I say when we record next week, I might have to get you to. Do something very unnatural, like you talk about the first week, just so I can connect it a bit yeah. better. I need to get better at actually. I don't think I reviewed anything there at all. I just you didn't. No, I'm not <laughs> good at this. I don't know enough about stuff to talk mm. things. What? I don't know. I told you you keep having strokes. Well, I've been saying to you for weeks. That's probably an issue. You're, you're acting weird. Go to the doctor. I'm not acting. Weird. No, you're not acting weird. Not yeah. like not, not to give you paranoia. But you do late. seem very forgetful. You seem forgetful. 
I'm not a puppet. You're the puppet. Weezer. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs>